0: All right, hi everybody. So I haven't done a, a podcast in a while. Uh, a while is probably understating it. Uh, and and tomorrow we get into it with the preseason slash exhibition. I mean, I'm used to it being called preseason because that's how I see it. But I understand they're exhibition games because technically we've been paused for four months. And you know, I think we're basically in the same place we were four months ago. The last time I I talked uh we're still trying to to get curves down and to keep them down and trying to make sure that everything is as safe as possible and you know there there's a lot of challenges with that with summer and all that and now we've got hockey coming back to follow up on baseball coming back and of course there's concerns with baseball being able to finish their season and you got the nfl is the nfl going to play their season they're not doing preseason well how long is it before Players say, "Hey, we don't feel all that safe during the regular season," and players start opting out there, like they did in the NBA. And you know, I'm I'm trying to navigate it. And of course, you know, I I make my living talking about hockey, so I have to uh, discuss it. I remember back in 2004, 2005, when we had the lockout wipeout of season. I can't imagine what I would have done that year if I'd been in the position I'm in now. I I don't I don't know what I would have done um, as we got further into the the, um, the shutdown further into the pause, it was it was really difficult for me because I had all the playlists I was trying to do, but at the same time, the, the playlists, a- as a YouTuber, you know that the further you go into a playlist, the less interest there's going to be. And, and even if in my case, I usually do the historical stuff where I start with the older first and end with the most recent, you're still going to experience a downturn um as much as i enjoy doing the historical videos and i do i think they're a lot of fun they don't they don't generate a, a ton of interest for obvious reasons it's not like somebody's gonna go hey did you did you see this who won the 1972 stanley cup you're kidding so i get it but it, it is fun to talk about the the games that have taken place the careers that have taken place and all of that and then in the midst of all of it i'm i'm trying to make sure that you know, I, I keep up on making videos for patrons. We've got the the channel membership on on both Hockey Guy and Entertainment Guy. Although I don't think the Entertainment Guy channel has got any memberships on it, which is fine. I, I set that up because thought, well, you know what? Well, we'll we'll see if if there's any actual members on this channel. And I don't think there is. I need to go check that though. Um, and and then make you know uh, make videos accordingly uh, for that and. The, the the weird part is this so starting tomorrow hockey's going to be on for a long part of the, for most of the day and i'm going to be stuck watching hockey for most of the day and i'm going to enjoy it and i'm going to take notes i'm going to do all the stuff that you know people would probably expect me to do and yet and yet uh, my workload on some level drops i don't have to come up with all the historical stuff i don't have to come up with a bunch of playlists and because of the off season, so as long as we get to a Stanley Cup and as long as it gets played in early October, if the following season's going to be early December, 1st of December, and that's the goal, and you've got the draft and free agency and everything in between, I don't really have to worry about coming up with a bunch of playlists for an off season when it's going to be filled with new headlines anyways of free agencies, whether they're signing... With their old teams, or they're going free agent, they're signing short-term deals. Wherever, uh, I don't think we're going to get any really long-term uh, contracts this summer, but or this fall. I make that mistake a lot, but still, we're you know we're we're in an interesting place now where the NHL, I think, and the NBA have shown that there's a way to do this. You're probably going to need a bubble environment. You're going to need to make sure your players are isolated and insulated from this, but it can be done, and I think that's important. We've seen in Europe already where it's been done. So that's why when I see posts online, like, hey, you can't. There's just not going to be any sports. Okay, well, Europe's saying hi. Uh, New Zealand is saying hi. New Zealand, they've completely stamped it out. I am so jealous of New Zealand. I, it makes me want to move there, but you can't. And that's part of the reason why they've been able to stamp it out. They're an island. They stamped it out, and nobody's going in. So, uh, you know, it's it's too bad I can't go to New Zealand. I'd, I'd love to go to New Zealand. I think that would be really great. i just thinking about that and thinking, man... That I mean, it's a bit of a drive. It's a drive to New Zealand, and I think it's a couple of days to drive to New Zealand. Well, it's an island, so I'd probably have to cross a bridge or two. Anyways. Yes, I know where New Zealand is. And then going into tomorrow, the questions we're going to start getting into are at least hockey-related. It's so nice to be talking about hockey and, and injuries and and talking about winners and all of that stuff. And I think... The asterisk talk, I think, will continue until we're into the first round. I think once we're into the actual best of seven, first round, round of 16, I think a lot of those conversations are going to change. I think a lot of people are going to be like, you know what? Yeah, no, this is legit. I think one of the things that helps it to, to at least have the appearance of legitimate, whether you agree it is or isn't, is that people are healthy. Most of the players are healthy. There are a few that are out, but most are healthy. And I, I think that's really important. So I'm, I'm looking forward to tomorrow, to seeing hockey players on the ice playing the game that we all love. I think the piped and crowd noise will be fine. I think the, uh, the five-second delay and all the stuff that we've, we've talked about with that, I think that'll be noticeable at first, but it'll go by the wayside. And it's not like I haven't had instances where I'm watching a hockey game and there are people in a live stream spoiling it. Where I'm watching and I'm like, I don't know if this is going to go in or not. And then I notice the whole chat is full of damn or yay. And I'm like, oh, so there's a goal here. So that that happens. Where you've already got it where what you're watching might be delayed from what I'm watching. Even though they're both labeled as live. So that's that's been a thing forever. I'm not sure why people get upset about a five second delay. It's not a big deal. And... As I learned watching a baseball game today, yeah, there was clearly an F-bomb. Guy strikes out and just clear as day, and I was like, all right, so this is this is going to happen during hockey too, where it's going to slip through and people may not pay attention, may not know, sensors may lose it, and uh, that's, that's just the way that worked. I really thought with the way 2020 was going that we would at least realize, you know what, swearing doesn't matter anymore. Who cares? It's not a big deal, but we're not there yet. I'm hoping someday as a society we get there where swearing isn't such a big deal anymore, but until we do, this is what we're stuck with. So the, the plan last weekend was that I was going to have a meetup and I was, I was messaging a few people and before anybody asks, wow, you're going to have a big public meetup. No, I was messaging, I think it was six, six guys, six, maybe eight guys, um, where I was like, Hey, let's, let's, you know, have a meetup. We can play four on four with a sub. Kind of thing, so maybe you know eight plus two goalies, that kind of thing, right? And and in an open environment, outdoors in the sun, and it would have been pretty safe. But the numbers took a turn in BC, and I couldn't do it. So I messaged guys and I said, "I'm sorry, the numbers are turning the other way in BC. We can't do this." And that's what ended up with going on with that. Uh, it's sort of like you know I I had gone to Michael Buble's a couple of times. We played a little street hockey at his place, and the numbers have turning the other direction. I don't expect to have any kind of invite to go over there either. Um, he has a, a child who's immunocompromised, and you know that's the that's the thing that I I don't I'm not sure how we how we got there that some people's lives are seen as less important, but we're we're there. I yeah, it's so weird. Um, but anyways, all of that in the rearview mirror starting tomorrow, and it means that I'm going to be doing previews every day for the for what's going to happen the next day. I'll do those the night before, and then the reviews, uh, I intend to do a single review for every game during the play-in round and the round robin, and then we'll see if I'm going to be able to do uh, reviews of that same detailed nature for the, the exhibition games. I'm not expecting to, to be honest. There's three exhibition games tomorrow. I don't think I'm going to do three really detailed reviews. But stranger things have happened. I know before the season started, there was a preseason game with Pittsburgh and, was it Philly? I'm trying to think. It was the first preseason game of the year. It might have been Pittsburgh and Vegas. Anyways, it was the first preseason game of the year, and I did a 12-minute video, and I took notes the whole way through, and I had people saying, you took notes on an exhibition game? What's wrong with you? The video did really, really well, because that was the first hockey game we'd had since June, and it was late September. So there is something to be said for, you know, if I take notes tomorrow on the first game of the day, which is not on the board anymore. It's Pittsburgh and Philly, though. I know that. I just wish it was still on the board, but it's not on the board anymore. But, uh, yeah, when that game comes on, it's going to be tough not to take a bunch of notes, not to do a full-on review just for that game. Because it's going to be nice. Something that I've said this whole way through all of this over the last four months, turning into five, a sense of normalcy even in and amongst everything else that's going on with 20, with 2020 is, is important. A sense that there is something normal in the world, whether it's just watching a TV show, hanging out, watching a movie. in my case, it was playing a couple of games of street hockey, just having that sense of, Hey, this is something normal. That's important. And for some people, it's watching sports. Uh, And I, I think there's, there's a, a psychological aspect to this that sometimes gets underrepresented Um, and again, I know people. I've had people say, oh, it's just selfish. Not, not really. I mean, if, and I mean, players want to come back and play. Uh, they don't, they don't want to sit at home and collect a paycheck. They don't, they don't want to do that. There have certainly been days where I've looked at the, the earnings on my channel and said, I could take the next week off if I wanted to. When we do the, the live stream for free agent frenzy or the live stream for the draft, I look at my numbers the next day and go, I could take days off, but I don't. Because it's important to me to keep that content going because I know there are people who count on my, up- my, my daily up- uploads. There are people who see my videos as part of their daily routine. So if I get up late or I don't feel good and I'm late getting my videos uploaded, it kind of throws off their daily routine. So that's important. So no, I, I don't take those days off when I probably could. And it definitely gets recommended. But I, I think it's more important that I'm uploading regularly. And I know from before I had a channel, there were certain YouTubers I would follow. And they'd have a really, really stringent schedule and they'd stick to it. And then suddenly it would lapse. And and if it lapsed to where, let's say they were doing four videos a week and they dropped to two. Eventually it's going to go to one. Eventually they're going to post, you know what, nah. So that whole stress and burnout thing is... From what I've seen very often, it's not necessarily about how many videos you're doing or, or the hours that you're putting into each video. A lot of the time, it's just they, they may not want to do it anymore. There are channels I follow that have completely changed over the last five years because they just they don't want to do it anymore. They don't feel like it. They, they just don't think that it's it's, it's any good, that, that it's, it's, it's not for them. And they just, they leave. So, yeah, there are days where I might think, gee, you know, I I don't really feel like doing a video on this. But I know it's important to people, and I know that if, if I lapse, if I say, well, I can drop to video every other day during the summer, that's going to lead to bad habits. That's going to make it harder for me to ramp things up when the regular season rolls around. That's going to make it harder when I plan a day off and then suddenly a bunch of stuff comes out in the hockey world and I've got to do videos on it. And so I make sure I'm still on that same schedule, even if we're on holidays and and, and no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing. And no matter what the numbers say, like in March, when when the world shut down, I watched my numbers absolutely plunge. And they plunged across the whole platform. They've rebounded. They rebounded about oh, six weeks ago. They really rebounded. Um, not to where they were before everything fell apart, but to a much higher level, a much more reasonable level. And that definitely helped. But the the thing that I think is important is I didn't start producing less videos because of that. I didn't start, uh, you know, saying, well, maybe I should just take some time off. Because, again, it's important that if you're a viewer and you're a subscriber, you don't have any idea. So I I I know there were times when when the numbers were were bad on my end that I would get short with people and I'd be kind of short tempered and ticked off because I had a lot of stress going on and there were a couple of videos where I would make errors and people were like I can't believe you did this I'm like you know what I'm just I'm really tired I'm really stressed um, you know this this crap sucks and you know it's it's one take so I, I do my best to make sure that. I, and I joked about this a couple years ago that it wouldn't be a THG video without an error in it. And, and I, yeah, that, that's still, that, that does tend to happen at times where, oh yeah, nope, no there's an error in there. Oh right, well, that happens. There are times too where I'll finish shooting a video and I'll look at the board and go, oh, well, crap, I messed that up, didn't I? Well, that's done. So, there are times where if it's egregious enough, I'll go, well, I gotta reshoot that. But generally, I won't. Be like, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'll I'll leave that as it is. I might inst- might put a, cor- a correction in the, the description for the video, but yeah, uh, that's that's about it. That's about as far as it goes. But uh, I'm gonna enjoy my, the rest of my day off now. I'm gonna play some Gran Turismo. Uh, the the one challenge I have with this now is uh, the Entertainment Guy channel has grown nicely. It's past thirteen thousand five hundred subscribers. I'm I'm so impressed with the growth on that channel. And so I I do feel like I should be putting content on that channel regularly as well because the growth is there. I've added about 500 subscribers in the last month and uh, I'm really, really proud of what both channels have been able to do and uh, I'm, I'm humbled by the whole thing. And I think humility is really, really important in YouTubers because I've seen plenty of them that I'm like, man, they they really are not connected with just how lucky they are. And I am. I'm very, very fortunate that throughout all of this, that I, I've been uh, able to keep working when other people haven't. I've been able to, to generate an income when other people haven't. And I've done my best to give back when I can and where I can. And uh, that's, that's important too, um, to, to make sure that you're you're helping other people out where you can, which I do. And, yeah, uh, I, I'm going to try to get more of a regular schedule going with the podcast. I was talking to Yvonne about that today. So here's a podcast for today. And going forward, I will look to do something else. I also saw somebody commented on the, on the channel. I'll answer it here. Uh, the question of uh, whether or not I, I wanted to interview any hockey players. The answer is sure, I would love to. Uh, but it would have to be, you know, something over, I, I guess, zoom or something of that nature and, and just something fun and relaxed. It wouldn't be some really deep, hard hitting interview. Uh, I wouldn't be asking uncomfortable questions about, Hey, I I heard you were out drinking that night. I heard, I heard this happened. And what about like, I'm not, I wouldn't throw any rumors in about anybody or anything like that. And it, it would be a lot of fun to do that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly floored when hockey players know what I do. I'm floored when GMs know what I do, when teams know. Um, and again, that's part of the reason why I make sure I'm producing daily content that I keep covering all 31 teams because I feel like that, that, that adds that extra layer of importance to what I do. It's important to make sure that I get this done every day. And no matter how tired I am, no matter how sick I might be like today, my stomach's not happy with me at all. I don't know what I did to it, but man, it, it is not happy. I gotta make sure that I'm, I'm doing, um, my part no matter how I'm feeling. And it is one nice thing about working from home. You can be like, well, I feel like crap today. Oh well, I'll just work around it. I'll shoot a video. Uh, I'll shoot one later. Um, one little bit after that, that kind of thing. Uh, thank you guys so much for all your support. Uh, always. And it is a shame that we can't travel to Las Vegas and to the to, to, to Anaheim uh, this month coming up. But there are important things going on in the hockey world. And as I keep telling my wife, uh, I view this as a marathon, not a sprint. If it means I'm going to be home until December, I'm going to be home until December. If it means we get some sort of a treatment or vaccine that allows us to go to some sense of normalcy before then, I'll go to normalcy before then. But uh, for now, I'm, I'm, I'm home, and uh, I'm doing my best to make sure that I can continue to be healthy and provide content for all you fine wonderful people out there. Thanks again, and I'll do this again soon, I promise.